Would you listen to a podcast or read a blog containing language like this? Quote, in other words, a nuanced understanding of issues probably won't fit on some bumper sticker, which is partly why the world's in bad shape. On the bright side, if enough people do their due diligence and research topics and subtopics before ranting about them, it can broaden and enrich the whole discussion. It often doesn't happen that way, but it's at least more likely. End quote. Hi, people. How's it going? Did those sentences I quoted from my blog bore you? Do they make you think, this podcast isn't for me? Who is this logic and reasoning favoring Fred Rogers, Ned Flanders, Bob Ross wannabe motherfucker? Well, broaden and enrich this, you asshole, you might think. I get it. Some of my episodes and articles may contain sound advice. And that's not what you're all here for. I know you want some entertainment, some conflict, to own an opponent, or maybe the equivalent of boobs and internet cat videos. I don't even blame you, and I will semi-acquiesce accordingly. But I only have man boobs from years of eating junk food, and I don't even have a cat. So to potentially gain popularity, I will say what so many successful YouTubers say. Smash that like and subscribe. Ring that notification bell. Bow to me five times a day. Sign that contract with Satan in your own blood. Spread the CWT gospel. You know what CWT means? It means critical weight theory. Get the initials tattooed on your body, or how about on your inner eyeball so you never forget that it's there. Let it figuratively cradle you in its arms, and rock you gently like the lost little lamb babe in the woods you most certainly are. I will not abandon you, I promise. Maybe I'm not your savior, but I have an, a, a savior flavor, I guess you might say. There's a hint of it like an aftertaste. Anyway, this is going to be a bit of a unique episode because I am basically going to defend this podcast from potential detractors, also known as dumb bastards. Yes, I'm talking to you, dumb bastards out there. Anyway, to begin with, I will say something that bears repeating. No matter what you think about this podcast or about me, I will say my work here is better than Joe Rogan. And, uh, you know, I'm drawing that line in the sand. I know it's a controversial sort of thing to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, sure, sure, I know that Joe Rogan could no doubt beat me up. I mean, he's a UFC fighter type, and I really haven't spent any time training. So even, even if I did have the potential to be to have been like a tougher guy than I ever was, I didn't really go down that path. I mean, what can I say? And, and, you know, I get it. That sort of person is respected. And, you know, um, he was also a comedian, even though I never really found him that funny. I can't say he never was capable of laughing at anything he ever said. But uh, do I think he was like one of the greats? No, no, no. Even before he went down the right wing rabbit hole on his podcast, it's not like I listen to his stuff, so, you know, 
that's what I got to say about it. And, uh, you know, he also had to apologize for claiming that schools were installing litter boxes in their restrooms to appease some human-to-cat hybrid trans kids. Not only was that a stupid lie, but even if these schools were doing that, why would it even have been a big deal? You know, if a kid wants to say they're a cat, I say go ahead and let them, you know. That's not really any of my concern. Also, regarding the fentanyl-laced Halloween candy that Joe told us about, I say, hey, so long as they share it with their parents. Trick and treat, baby. You know, so like, for, for those kids, those cat kids, you know, give them catnip, put up a scratching post or whatever, and, uh, you know, what's the big deal? Who, who gives a shit? I don't care. Uh, maybe I'll put a litter box in my house. For myself, you know, and maybe maybe the lifestyle should catch on. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so, see, these are the sort of controversial takes I might make on this podcast. So, uh, you know, my podcast is not perfect. I'm sure you've figured that out already. In my recent review of Six Feet Under's Undead album, I typed um dead instead of undead as a pretty silly example. And uh, recently, I w- well, just yesterday, to be exact, I was trying to interview a psychologist that I happen to know. And uh, the uh, sort of approach that I was using to interview him, like the video conferencing thing, kept on like crashing on me. So I had to cancel. So even when I'm not 100% at fault uh, for mistakes like, there are still technical issues that can happen. And, uh, you know, it's not, a, it's not a perfect thing. It's really just me. I don't have a team of experts uh, advertising and promoting this stuff. I don't have a writing staff. I don't have fact checkers. I'm my own fact checker, and I'm actually pretty good at it. You know, uh, I do have what I would consider some humor skills. I guess you might say comedic skills. Um but, you know, it's not 100% original either. Um, but, you know, hey, it's it's a podcast. It's better than some other stuff out there. So, you know, go ahead and keep on listening to it. If you want to contact me to deliver unto me the validation that I require, please send me an email at wadewineo at gmail.com. And, yes, that is also my PayPal email. If you want to send me some sweet and sour cash, you know, I could spend it on cappuccino or pizza or something. Uh, would it be me exploiting your generosity or your generosity exploiting me? I don't really know. Let's find out, you know. Let's give it a shot. See what happens. And hey, if you have a business that's at least vaguely non-evil, I would even say I'm open to having advertisements from you in my episodes. And you can ask me about putting an ad in, a, in an episode. Um probably somewhere in the middle or toward the end, because guess what? I live in a capitalist society like everyone else, which means I also need an occasional buck thrown my way. So yes, I have the disease too. Of course, that's a bit awkward, isn't it? You know, for a podcast like this, it's awkward to sneak an advertisement into a podcast episode that's, you know, that has a topic 
that is like about debunking the myths used against socialism or making distinctions between anarchist, socialist, and Stalinist rep repression, or potentially disgusting things and, uh, or, uh, you know, maybe facts about the Stalin era, Stalin's death, Stalin's terror, Stalin and the Great Purge, Stalinism and the USSR, Stalin and the chipmunks, and so on. Not that I've talked about Stalin that much, but you get the idea, you know, just a bunch of Stalin-esque stuff could be discussed. It's, it's kind of tricky to uh, say, hey, we want to advertise on my podcast episodes that's that's looking at nuanced perspectives about communism or, uh, you know, that's critical of Stalin, but also looking at why he might have had power over people and what were their degrees of legitimacy to uh, not only not only authoritarian uh, communism, but, you know, like uh, non-authoritarian communism, you know, or anarcho-communism. Spooky stuff. Advertisers probably wouldn't like that because they're chicken shit in a lot of cases. And, you know, to be fair, so are a lot of listeners. I hope that's not you, but hey, I'm challenging you to, to be brave here and uh, actually run the gauntlet that could be my podcast. Do you have the courage? Do you have what it takes? I don't know. I don't know. It's almost like I'm, you know, that that tough guy that who's like steroid injected, you know, he's got roid rage. He's stumbling upon a nerd on the beach and he gets mad at him and he, you know, uh, threatens to beat him up and take his nerdy girlfriend or something like like that's me right now that's that's me challenging you to actually engage with this podcast so how many advertisers are really going to live up to a topic like stalin and say hey there's a huge audience for us built right into those topics let's get on board with this podcast it's just not likely to happen in a lot of cases so you know that's why i'm open to uh just, just you listening to a lot of my episodes, uh, maybe donating money or whatever, you know. Oops, I kind of burped there, but I, I don't know if that was actually, you know, audible. Anyway, at the same time, my podcast does provide valuable insights, sometimes into the nature of authoritarianism, and the historical examples might be relevant to the politics of today, for example, Stalin used terms such as fifth column, enemy of the people, and saboteurs to describe those who were sought out during the Great Purge. And hey, who is someone else who frequent, frequently loves to call out the enemy of the people? Ooh, you know, the, the orange clown, you know, the rapo the clown, you might call him. Uh, gee, I wonder who that might be. I don't know if he has, you know, the the big shoes like a clown, but you know, he's got the goofy hair and painted face. Um, well, of course, just about any political party has the potential for authoritarianism. And it's always been there somewhere in our two-party system. But now it's just been more openly exposed and weaponized 
by a narcissistic cult leader. But obviously, I address many different categories on this podcast. So don't worry, it's not just like an anti-Trump thing. It's not just pro-Democrat or, or whatever, you know, that I agree that that stuff can be boring. So, you know, I also talk about media, the news, social justice, and all that stuff, which is really just a part of it. Sometimes I veer off into talking about movies, TV shows, music, bands, random stuff, because I really don't want or need my podcast to just be about any one thing. Variety is the spice of life, and I like it spicy sometimes. That being said, yes, I never intend to fully abandon tackling social problems or conditions or behaviors that have harmful effects on large numbers of people. I want to discuss those kind of things. You know, social problems are interesting to me, and there's still a lot of stuff to talk about there, and I know I will never get around to all of it. But, you know, as a recent example, look at uh, some of those comments made by Tucker Carlson regarding January 6th, where he actually claimed they obviously revere the Capitol while looking at that footage. Now, I have to ask, what kind of shit was that, Tucker? I mean, come on, dude. So I know he's fired by now, which is sort of a refreshing change, and that definitely changes things for not only this podcast, but for this country. I know in some previous episodes, I was like talking about how uh, cancel culture should be uh, reserved for people who might deserve it more than others. And I think I cited him as an example of somebody who should definitely be canceled, you know, because he's a, well, for one thing, he does the whole uh, great replacement theory talking point and uh, a bunch of other white nationalist talking points that he was frequently using on his show. So, uh, yeah, that dude, I'm glad to see him go. Uh, he might come back like a, tur- like a turd that doesn't flush. But for now, there's at least the illusion that he's fully gone. Um, again, he'll probably be back in one form or another. But for now, yeah. Anyway, the problem is some people actually seem to believe the stuff that he was saying. Just like some of them believe that because there were one or two mass shootings committed by transgender people, they must all be mass shooters now. So it's obviously delusional. But again, some people are actually buying into these absolutely asinine asinine lines of argument. By the way, I'm sorry for pronouncing like asinine. It might be asinine. I don't know. Um, I think I think I normally pronounce it like asinine, but for some reason, asinine came out. But anyway, you can see, you know, a lot of comments on social media, or what we might often call anti-social media, because that's increasingly what things like Twitter are. And you can see a lot of you know like pro Tucker kind of stuff. So little crazy things like this are why I will never completely abandon political discussions, even if sometimes I talk about music and movies. You know, I think you can do both. You don't really have to focus on any one thing. So definitely share my podcast if you enjoy it. And if you see a subscribe button somewhere, go ahead, 
and push that and share that too. Wear that button like a real button that you wear to show you're proud of something, like a symbol of achievement, like a merit badge. Be a CW2 or CWT Alliance member today. Jesus Christ, I can't even talk. Um, see, that's another reason you might want to listen to my podcast, because how many times am I going to fuck up in an episode? You can, like, keep a tally, and, you know, it could be a, a special little fun activity for you. Anyway, I will do my work here to spread the RSS feed, so hopefully more people can find and track my podcast, and hopefully for good rather than evil purposes. So what about me? Am I, you know, just a typical lefty over here? Well, I would actually say no, at least not 100%. For example, more than plenty of modern leftists, I'm actually interested in sometimes playing devil's advocate about some things. If nothing else, I think thought experiments like that help us identify why we'd want to debunk bad concepts to begin with. And, you know, there, there's sort of a way to better understand issues and your own positions. It's a bit like Aristotle said, it is the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. So, yeah, I would like to think I am someone with a reasonably educated mind, with the caveat that I have a lot to learn, but don't we all? And yes, I know people sometimes name drop philosophers in order to sound smarter, as anyone with a keen eye for sophistry can sniff out. You know, like, sophistry alert, sophistry alert. Well, relax, I admit that I might name drop someone like Aristotle to sound smarter. And, you know, consider that honesty a mic drop moment. Mic drop. Now, I have to be honest, I will never be as famous as someone like Aristotle, and that's fine. Aristotle was revered among medieval Muslim scholars as the first teacher. So I have been a substitute teacher, but I've never been the first teacher. Um, I've heard about the Greek Aristotle philosopher, uh, Aristotle the politician, the teacher, the statesman, the janitor, the porn set fluffer. You know, Aristotle was a porn set fluffer. A lot of people don't know that. Aristotle this, Aristotle that. Where are Aristotle at? Here in Aristotle, there in Aristotle. Swig a bottle of Aristotle and hit full throttle. See, that was a little bit of a rap I just made up for this episode. It's not a very good rap, but it's potentially funny. I, I enjoy it anyway. So I can't say I've studied, you know, Aristotle's writings from A to Z, nor can I say I've read large quantities of commentaries and have several academic dissertations on him and all those other philosophical giants. I can't say I've worked with interns who took Aristotle's doctrines very seriously and who were dedicated to their, you know, uh, task of anachronistically cataloging all of his best thoughts and ideas like a David Letterman top 10 list. I also will never be viewed as an all-time great philosopher, nor do I always say the absolute right words. Well, you found that out in this very episode, right? 
but I do have a growing number of articles on movies and TV shows and podcast episodes for your sorry ass. So what, you might wonder? So you can join the near-non-existent entourage of this podcast and help the Save the Wade Foundation. Maybe you can help stop my Sally Struthers-esque tears just for a moment and send me money as if I'm a TV preacher. I, I can be greedy. I can do it. Well, actually, you can just listen to my episodes or read my articles. Let any of those sweet and sour ads settle into your ears and into your eyes and dull the sting of my harsh and disjointed commentary. You know, it's like it's like you, you get the sting of the scorpion, but you, you enjoy it afterwards because it has, you know, some intoxicating psychedelic effects or something, perhaps. Well, that, that was a weird comparison, but whatever. We're going to move on. And, uh, you know, if, if you listen and they gave you an ad for something, you might not even go out and buy that precious good or service. But the idea of doing so will be there, nestled somewhere in your brain, maybe developing into some sort of semi-repressed memory in the future. Maybe an advertisement will replace other bits of information in your brain, seemingly replacing key details like an invasive sponge, such as the date of a loved one's birthday or anniversary, because your brain can only store so much information before it pops. How exciting for a bit of unplanned family drama in your otherwise mundane humdrum existence. Yes, the ads on my podcast and the episodes themselves could rocket you into some sort of intra-family conflict. Again, would it not be interesting because don't we all live for the pursuit of drama? Well, I like the idea of this podcast somehow making families break apart and uh, marriages and all that kind of stuff. And, and the great thing is, you know, I'm not even a sadist for saying that because um, it's it's part of the, uh, the drama of life. You know, like it gives us great art to be familiar with, you know, conflict and uh, all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's really a part of the human experience that broadens and, and enriches culture. So uh, you got to take the good with the bad. You know, that's how I'll put it. Um, so we claim we don't like drama. Sure, but we do. We hate love every minute of it. And why do you think Jerry Springer was so popular? It's the action, baby. Plates, pots and pans flying, flowers flushed down the toilet. All because my episode about Austin Powers' fat bastard replaced the info about your wedding anniversary. You know, how could you forget that wedding anniversary? Well, I, I got distracted by this episode about, uh, this podcast episode about Austin Powers' fat bastard. I'm sorry, honey. Well, sorry is not enough, you bastard. We're getting a divorce now. You know, uh, so, um... Lesson learned, you know, don't listen to podcasts unless you want to pay the price down the road. Now, to be fair to any advertisers and listeners on these podcast episodes, I cannot guarantee such negative outcomes will happen, but who knows, it's like an exciting roll of the dice. Commercializing has crept into literally every single nook and cranny of our culture, 
that, by the way, is quite literally permeating every aspect of existence in this, our hyper-capitalistic, always futuristic, yet seldom going anywhere, future-present nostalgic state of paranoid and unified disunion. That's why, as a loyal citizen of this freest of all republics, you should hear an advertisement and, exp and exclaim, fuck yeah, an ad. I'm doing my part as a citizen and as a fan of culture. You know, they advertisements, they put hair on your chest, then sell you the very same razors that'll shave that chest hair right off. Don't make the commercial burger clown shed a tear. Give today. Ha have one of those corporate burgers, you know. Go to the drive-thru. Get DoorDash. You know, it's a victimless crime at worst. And you might thank yourself down the line, you know, after, uh, after the guilt and shame follows. So, um... That was a very long-winded way to promote my podcast. And go ahead and do so. Get it done. Um, follow some of the things that I told you, like a diligent and dutiful soldier and an obedient child, and you shall be rewarded. I can't specifically say in which ways, um, because I don't really know you, probably. But, you know, take a stab at it. See what happens. Give it a try.